This is Saturday Morning Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace. Hello and welcome. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever day it is. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Saturday Morning <laughs> Mysteries to you all. We are your hosts. I'm Alexis. I'm Grace. And we are back as per usual, as per every Saturday. We have uh-huh. returned and we are going to be telling more uh, wild, wonderful, perhaps scary, dangerous, interesting tales of investigations from Darkwing Duck, the mm-hmm. classic Disney animated show. And today it is Grace's turn to tell a story. I it went is. last week. Grace is back on deck today. Mm-hmm. Any business we need to cover before we jump on in? Anything uh, I, we can think of, at least. I think just like the general, like we appreciate y'all for listening, for tuning in, yeah. for spreading guys. the word. Keep telling your friends, keep liking, subscribing, rating, leaving comments. Uh, that helps. Uh, why people emphasize that so much is that it helps other people find us, basically. You know, the more uh, love that we get on whatever platform you're listening to us on, the more likely we'll appear in other searches. Uh, yes. algorithm will be helped the out. Algorithm gets boosted. Yeah. Yeah. So it just helps other people who we don't know and who we don't force to listen to because they're our friends and they have no choice. It lets <laughs> them you. find us. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yes, your support, it is greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. And your additional homework of sharing, commenting, liking, subscribing is even more appreciated. We promise we'll give you all A pluses if you turn the assignment in on time, uh-huh. which is next right Saturday. Now. Oh, oh I mean, next Saturday. Okay. You've got good cop teacher, bad cop teacher. <laughs> I'll give you guys a week. Grace is right now. And now. actually, no, I agree with her. Comment, like, share, subscribe right now. Yeah, you're already on You've got to pull it up. And uh, enjoy what we have in store for today. So, yes. Grace, are you ready to take us off? Lead us into an adventure. I am, indeed. If we dare. If we dare, yet again, into Darkwing Duck, which <laughs> has definitely been, yeah, I mean, just, you know, compared to our Scooby-Doo, it's definitely been a lot more some real-life shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, today is Absolutely. no exception, although not quite as dark as some of our last few episodes have been, but it does have connections to uh, the very real world. Um so before we get into the episode, we're going to start with that real world connection, okay. uh, as as we tend to do with Darkwing, I think, um, to set the scene a little more. So, uh, Alexis, today we're going to examine an aspect of our everyday lives, an aspect Wait. that currently seems normal to us, so normal that it's actually hard to remember that you and I, not maybe all of our listeners, depending on how old they are, uh, were alive at a time where this aspect of our lives was not normalized yet. And for Mm. our parents, most of their lives existed without this aspect. But Mm. for Gen Z, they've never known a world without this aspect. Okay. And they will never know a world without it. Specifically, the 24-hour news cycle. Oh, (laughs) man. Can I say real quick? Yep. I thought you were going to say the internet. I know. And um, I was like, ooh, and then my every bit of joy just left my body when you said 24-hour news <laughs> cycle. All right, time for me to get angry. No, <laughs> go ahead. All right, let's hear it. Well, it's actually not the time for you to get angry because I literally yeah. wrote, we're not psychologists or sociologists, so we're not going to stop and muse or wax poetic on what a 24-hour news cycle means for our society. Okay, good. Or yeah, our let's... relationships with mental health. 
Yes. Anything we'll skip like over that. That conversation. Yes. Bonus content. Nope. Nope. That's an off-air discussion between <laughs> me and Grace. <laughs> As usual, there are expert podcasts where they probably yes. do break down the side of the issue, and we are not that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, before I dive into my Darkwing Duck episode this week, pardon me, I simply want to just paint a brief picture of the development of the 24-hour news cycle. Okay. So just the history of it. Uh, because it's key to the story today and our criminals' motivations. Um, again, there are also probably other podcasts that deep dive into the history even more. Again, we're not that podcast. We're like yes. the Sparknotes slash like an unedited Wikipedia page level of podcast and research. Um, <laughs> we're Sparknotes for Sparknotes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're Cliff Notes for Sparknotes. Yep, exactly. Like we are the, again, there are experts out there who probably dive into this, not us. Uh, we're yes. just touch on it and move on. Yes. So anyways, yes, believe it or not, there was a time, a very long time, actually the majority of the time, where international news was not at our fingertips, yeah. where headlines weren't changing by the hour, by the minute even, and where you only had your local morning paper or maybe a radio station or local cable station to receive the news from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, uh, regarding cable news specifically, up until 1980, there were really only like three major like cable news channels uh, that were more on the national scale. Um, And these would cover the news as it came at their allotted times. So, you know, the seven o'clock news, you knew to, you knew to turn in to hear the news for that day. Uh, In addition, you know, there's some also obviously like local news channels. Um, And it's important to keep in mind that even during this time before the 24 hour news cycle was basically invented, uh, the news was still really competitive. Um, I always think of like Anchorman and like the competing <laughs> local news teams, yes. women fighting for recognition to be anchors, you know, lots of mustaches, all of that. Uh, but it wasn't until 1980 when Cincinnati born actually, which I did not fully realize mm. Ted Turner uh, launched hmm. CNN. Yeah. He's born in Cincinnati. I didn't know he was from Cincinnati. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I also didn't know that eventually he was the one who owned slash created Cartoon Network. Yeah, that yeah, yeah I didn't realize that. All yeah, essentially he does what, it all. Yeah. But didn't I know he was from Cincinnati? Though? Yeah, I learned yeah. that. I mean, at least pretty sure that's true. I saw in one random article, so I ran with it. Probably, that's where we're probably from. true. Then I trust them. <laughs> yes. I trust Anyways, you. <laughs> so uh, when Ted Turner launched CNN uh, again in 1980, this is really when the launch of the 24-hour news cycle was brought into fruition, um, and this was a concept, you know, like loosely kind of been around, you know, there's a lot of, again, probably more history-based podcasts that launch into like why this was the time that was right for it, all of that kind of stuff. But basically, yeah, yeah, Ted Turner had the, and and his team obviously had this concept, which is exactly what it sounds like, uh, a network that is basically a near constant coverage of the news more news and nothing but the news. So not interspersed with sitcoms or talk shows, just 24 hour coverage of the news. And even though it launched in 1980 as kind of a novelty mm-hmm. idea, again, there was no station that was on 24 yeah. seven, uh, just covering the news at this point. Um, but you know, again, so 1980 it launched as pretty novelty, But there was kind of a few major events in the coming decades that would really solidify CNN as like the provider of 24-hour news 
And that would also cement the concept of the 24 hour news cycle Mm. in the American public, uh, all of which pretty much happened in the 90s. So the 80s to the 90s was kind of building up this concept a little more based on what I could tell. And then it was the 90s and the coverage of uh, multiple events, but really these two specific ones that I'll name in a second that really solidified like we can access news 24 hours a day. They will give us this coverage 24 hours a day. And most notably was, and I've mentioned this funny enough in multiple episodes so far, but CNN's coverage of the Gulf War. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> actually, yeah, we won't get into it, but it, but it happened. It happened. It was a big deal, folks. Yeah. And um, actually, according to the, and I'll name my a source or two in a minute, um, you know, obviously beyond Wikipedia, because I obviously use that too. Uh, but actually what a really big solidifier of the 24-hour news cycle, even beyond CNN, when other like stations started to get in the game like fox and msnbc uh was the oj simpson trial Mm, in the mid 90s so like yeah pretty much that trial was covered like every second of every day it gave the perfect opportunity to have like experts and commentators lawyers people that knew the victims and oj simpson all able to come in and constantly be giving interviews while obviously the very salacious trial was happening um yeah and like you know that Again, we won't get into all of the ramifications of things, but, you know, think of why the Kardashians are so popular now. Their mm-hmm. dad or stepdad or whoever the heck. They've been commanding the media yes. for a long time. A very long time. Um, Can so, I just say real, yes. real quick, too? Yeah. So Rob Kardashian, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if you've watched the O.J. Simpson show that they did on A&E or FX. It's really good. It's really yeah. good. Before Cuba Gooding Jr. went off the rails. Mm. Uh, well, I guess it was after he went off the rails, but before he was alleged of going off the rails it, anyway. So um, they portray Rob Kardashian as kind of like he actually didn't want to be in the limelight. Like the only uh-huh. reason he was really on OJ's legal team was because he was friends with OJ. Like that wasn't right. the kind of, yeah. He was like, well, you're my friend and you're a lawyer and I trust you. So I need but you on I my side. And he's like, yeah. okay, I'm roped into this now. Yeah. Um. So it's funny how he was like apprehensive to being on TV even, or like being involved with all of that. And then yeah. now his fam- family, now that, well, he's passed away, obviously, yeah. but his family's like, you cannot turn on TV without, without them. freaking seeing them anyway. Yeah, exactly. Before I make some of our listeners upset with my thoughts on them, maybe not <laughs> actually, I hope I won't make them upset yeah. with those thoughts, but anyway, continue. Again, Sorry. Uh, other podcasts will dive into the ramifications yes. of 24 hour news cycle and things like that. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> Pardon me, but a key mm-hmm. part of having a 24-hour news channel is filling up all of the time. Like, what do you fill it with when there's not um, a murder trial going on that's gripping the nation? Right. Um, in one article that I read, which was NPR's, quote, the power of the 24-hour news cycle, unquote, by Leanne Hansen and David Fulkenfick. Uh, and it's from the early 2000s, this article, but still stands pretty true today. Uh, they described that these shows have to, like, the process of filling the air on these shows is really just biding time and waiting for the next crisis to cover. Oh. Um, yep. Like, again, th- that they said that in, like, I think this article is from, like, 2005, and it just stands more and more true. Uh, meanwhile sorry meanwhile and i'm not gonna get into this i knew you'd have a lot to say great positive things are going on meanwhile but because it's not sexy or Mm -hmm. salacious or thrilling or whatever like now i don't give a fuck about that like Mm -hmm. anyway 
Yes. Go on. Again, uh, another podcast. Yep. And just like the ram again, the ramifications (laughs) of, um, the, the building up to that constant access and expectation that we now have of, uh, we can have news when we want it, whenever we want it, the mm-hmm. biggest headlines. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and I'll get to a note about that. Yeah. I'll just say it down actually of yeah. part of that also goes into competition within news stations, which I know Alexis definitely, you know, more about this, I think than I do of just like, well, like channels yeah. in competition sometimes. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. that's just cause I'm a legal nerd and yeah, exactly. like looking at like, who owns know, who and the contracts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But not, not like literally, but I, it's just, I'm an, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was even going on, you know, again, it's even more fierce now, you know, why do we see, yeah local newspapers closing as they can't keep up with the huge syndicates and all that stuff and yeah. being bought, you know, trampled out but this competition between news stations to be number one was has always been there you know they want the most viewers today it's they want the most clicks (laughs) yep exactly (laughs) tying into past episodes always um and so uh you know in they had while they had to wait for the next crisis again to cover they had to find things to fill the waves with uh and so they did and in the 90s um as other news channels were starting to get on board with this 24-hour news cycle, you know, basically mimicking what CNN was doing, mm-hmm. um, the competition to have the best stories filling the air between tragedies became even more cutthroat than it already was because of the expectation of having, being able to turn on the news and have something salacious and have the yeah. big sexy headline. Um So it is this drive to fill up the emerging 24-hour news cycle, in addition to network pressure to always stay one step ahead of the competition with the stories that you're covering. That brings us to our story today. Okay. Um, I'm excited. Yes. Also, quick note uh, of just another source I use, again, beyond Wikipedia, uh, was WBUR's How Ted Turner's Vision for CNN Sparked the 24-Hour News Cycle by Jeremy Hobson, Mm. another article. It is great and very helpful, but we are not NPR, WBUR, or CNN. We're Saturday Morning Mysteries. So the I'm tale I'm going to tell you today. Other ones. <laughs> We're better than them all. Click here. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> like, share this video right now to show them that we're better. Boom, baby. Mm-hmm. Boom. Uh, so the story I'm going to tell you instead is uh, not a headline, but instead from Darkwing Duck. Uh-huh. And like we've said in every episode so far, because Disney Plus is like set up really weird, it's either season two, episode, I think, 11 on that platform, or according to the internet, it's season three, episode nine. Like, again, it's all fucked up how it's all recorded What's here the- and there. Let's just go by the title of it. People can exactly. search that way wherever. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's called Broadcast News. Broadcast news. Yes, a great (laughs) title. So by the time this episode aired in 1991, the 24-hour news cycle was really starting to be noticed by other stations who, again, were following CNN's lead. And St. Canard is not exempt from this trend. Mm. But how was a little local news station in St. Canard going to beat out the biggest names in the game? Well, thanks to ambitious local news anchor, Bianca Binkley, the canard copy, which is what the uh, station was called, Uh wasn't just going to follow the latest headlines. They were going to take to the streets to find the headlines. 
So before we join our, uh, what we would now call an investigative news crew on the streets of St. Canard, let's take a look at Bianca Beagley. So Bianca is a duck with like perfectly like quaffed black hair, a lot of great volume in the bangs and at the Mm. base. She's kind of sporting a classic like news lady of the 80s and 90s look of like a long pencil skirt, a button up with like a little like ascot situation going on um her uh her power suit yes full on always power suit a sensible heel with it news at nine yeah news (laughs) at nine the canard copy and actually (laughs) she has like the perfect like great like news anchor voice of like and now the news i'm bianca binkley with the canard copy at nine That's like her normal uh, voice and cadence. Like tonight for dinner, (laughs) I will be eating a delicious salmon. (laughs) I woke up at eight 30 and began my. (laughs) No, but like actually how she speaks. Partner is like, please just talk normally. (laughs) This is talking normally, Normally. but more next week (laughs) at the wedding. She was like, I do. (laughs) Or did I find (laughs) out? Tomorrow morning at six on the Canard copy. <laughs> More on this afterward from our sponsors. Yeah, Was like- the wedding interrupted? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> will I get divorced? Time will tell. But experts say <laughs> most likely. <laughs> so like uh, another podcast for that topic as well. <laughs> Anyways, truly her moment to moment voice is that. <laughs> And she also is like a hero within St. Canard. Like LP describes her as one point as like beautiful, brilliant, and successful. She's also like a role. Yeah, LP is just LP like is, he knows in. like about all, <laughs> all things. <laughs> he's always reading the tabloids and like he he's always watching the news. Wait, uh, I think LP that, is that one. LP when he eventually gets replaced by Goslin, the adopted daughter, Goslin, the adopted daughter, that he's just gonna become like the Saint Canard, like TMZ, <laughs> like E News. <laughs> just LP. He he's got Gloria Swan song. He's got what's he's it, got what, Blinkley B- Bianca Bianca Binkley. Bianca like, Binkley. He's got it all. all of them. He Hi. knows. LP has the T. <laughs> um, but speaking of Goslin, uh, she totally looks up to Bianca because she's again mm-hmm. intelligent. She's smart. She's a female news anchor, female identifying news anchor in ni- in 1991. Like still up and coming industry for women to be in. Um, and we briefly mentioned Goslin. Yeah. Last episode. Um, I do want to point out that a Goslin is a baby goose. So they just named her baby goose. Baby goose. Is she a duck? I don't know. I don't know. I thought she was a duck, but when I realized a Goslin was a baby goose or Goslin was a baby goose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think they also just call her Gauze sometimes. So I probably will refer refer to her as that. Or I just like yeah. that. Nickname if they don't, her. then I like that better. That's yeah, what I call her. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so like uh, we mentioned last episode, this is uh, DW's adopted daughter. The long story short, we briefly got into it last episode. Uh, she came into his life. Basically, her family was targeted by foul. They tried to kidnap her. I'm pretty sure her whole family was murdered. DW came in and saved the day, took her under his wing with Launchpad. They live in like a 
two and a half men living situation, I guess. I've never actually watched that show really, but it's actually very, that show's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It was always on like right before on like the CW that like America's next top model was on or something. So I'd watch the last like five minutes of it to then watch my reality. (laughs) Before America's next top model. The most important show. Let's be truly. Uh, Yeah, it is funny. And I'm I'm glad you just made that joke because that's like totally what the situation is Uh like now that you mentioned it. Like, why? Because LP is just always there. Yeah. She's like, and also, so do they show the house in this episode? Yeah. He just like They're lives in the suburbs. He doesn't yeah. have like some big old like layer where he mansion. can like plan all of his vigilante activity. He yeah. literally just lives in like a cute little, maybe like a ranch or, or like a, a yeah. small like bungalow in the suburbs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Again, like two a and a half men style. <laughs> yeah. I will say he yeah. does have like a separate layer that's like on top yes. of like some bridge of St. Canard. But yeah, his like day to day is not in the layer. It's like, yeah, a cute little suburbia. Cute little house. Yeah. yeah. He just totally lives this normal life with his adopted daughter yeah. and LP. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so El or Gauze, like we described last episode, she's a little nine-year-old, she's spunky, a little tomboy, she is ambitious. Last episode, she wanted to see this movie get made and loved zombies, and yeah. was gonna take awesome. over that studio. Um, and yeah, once she gets her I uh, a thought on what she wants to be and what she wants to do, that bitch gets it done, as we'll <laughs> later see in this episode. Um, I'm all for calling this nine-year-old girl that bitch. I'm just saying <laughs> right now we're that's sticking. Goslin is that, that bitch. bitch. You go, girl. Let me Let's tell go. you. <laughs> but anyways, so uh little did fans like Goslin and LP know uh that Bianca is more than just an ambitious, a brilliant woman of the news. She is, in actuality, a complete maniac who will stop at nothing to be on top. Speaking of Mara's Next Top Model, want to be on top? <laughs> Bianca does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even if it risks prison time, even if it risks killing to be on top. Mm. She, Bianca does not care what or who she has to destroy to climb the ladder to be number one. Oh, my one. God. She will not hesitate to cut down whoever gets in her way to those ratings and beating out places like CNN Oof. in theory, the canard oh version gosh. of it. Probably. I love this. Um, yes. This reminds me of a very good movie. I'm sorry. What movie? Um, have you seen Nightcrawler with no, Jake Gyllenhaal? No, it sounds scary. It's not scary. It's it not scary. This episode may have inspired it the way you've described it so far. I'll just say that it, it is a thriller. It's a straight up thriller, but not okay. a scary thriller, like a actiony, politically kind of thriller, Ooh. pop culture. Yeah, it. I would say you mentioned Anchorman before is like being a good movie that kind of like uh-huh. depicts what news was like back then. I'll say Anchorman and Nightcrawler are two like <laughs> two opposite ends, like a comedic take and like a thriller suspense take that like show you Ooh. how news work. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, yes, wait, yeah. as we go through this episode though, at the end, I want to hear yeah. your full take on like okay. how similar or not this was. And also yeah. like, because so far it reminds me, maybe exactly things will change in the episode. And I'll be like, fuck that, never mind. But yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, but I wanted to end. hold it until the end, but I also didn't want to forget to be like, oh my God, I'm making a connection with a really great movie okay, in this yeah. episode. You should watch that movie. Everyone watch that movie. End of the episode. 
I'll recap, yeah. remind as, me maybe, or I'll try to remember to recap to see if it is like that. Yeah. Yeah. And as a total side note and tangent, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, I hate horror movies, even though I love yeah. true crime and that kind of stuff. There's something about mm-hmm. seeing it that like, I cannot, it freaks me out too much, but I don't even know this about me. I was actually telling, uh, my friend Carl the other day, who is a big listener and also loves horror movies. He had texted yeah. me being like, Oh, the descendants Alexis mentioned. I love that movie. And I was um, telling him about how I actually, I again, hate watching horror movies. I love reading the Wikipedia page for horror movies oh, Okay, yeah. because it gives me everything that happens and i <laughs> don't think you to need to prefer yeah everything you yeah. prefer to know about that movie yes. yeah and like they go so in depth on, like never wikipedia a movie if you haven't seen it yet unless you want spoilers because yeah. it gives you the play-by-play yeah so i love doing that anyways yeah. uh so when the canard copy is dipping in ratings bianca absolutely like loses her shit Oof. uh calling the ratings lower than a gopher's base or lower than a gopher's basement (laughs) and her like anchor worthy hair is like exploding in every direction her eyes are blazing red and makeup ladies are like freaking out like oh my god we just finished that she somehow like literally breathes fire um and like is berating the rest of her staff that she has left it's like this huge (laughs) conference room there's only like two crew members left um i can't I just, get over the breathing fire i'm yeah, sorry I don't know she, how that happens but she suddenly is breathing fire she is a bird right yes okay she's just a duck yeah. i think i mean I don't, yeah i figured yeah okay. unclear how that mm-hmm. happens a fire breathing duck mm-hmm. very scary <laughs> mm-hmm. um and it's clear again like this huge conference room there's only two crew members left it's clear that everyone else has either they would have been represented by iatsi by the I way just saying a plug to our last episode <laughs> That this is actually not, there's another connection. Funny enough, we've said this in the past. We do not tell each other what our episodes are mm-hmm. about. It's pure happenstance that one. Um, Gosselin. Gosselin, yeah, being connected in here. Two, you're actually, we're actually going to see throughout this whole episode the pure abuse that her two remaining crew members go through. Like, truly and darkly, like, from like horrible hours middle of the night to her rage to like risking their own lives for entertainment and content yeah she would have been involved heavily with this episode as well yeah there's a lot of red flags um (laughs) there's another one later that after we had just finished recording your episode i went and jotted down so we'll get to that um but as her remaining team members like beg uh for for mercy from her she straight up fires one of them on the spot uh and then the other one like in a panic of like i don't want to lose my job like we need these ratings um he points out that a segment that they ran earlier that night a segment that had covered darkwing duck's latest victory over a local gang that the ratings (laughs) jumped like i don't remember the exact number of zeros but it was like point zero 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 two percent and maybe we should cover more darkwing duck content like maybe we should do like a highlight series on him god in her rage she fires that suggestion that crew member who made the (laughs) suggestion but then realizes no rating is too small of a rating like no press is bad press so she goes and runs out and rehires those two like terrified crew members who i think were like mice or something like that i can't totally remember um, and then she takes that idea as her own and she's like, you know, what we should do a series on Darkwing Duck. Oh, uh, yeah, these abused 
Abused. <laughs> the dude like suggests that she looks at him like throws him out the window <laughs> have you seen that meme too oh yeah of, like yeah, at like, like conference table yeah throws him out <laughs> and then he comes right back in actually you were right she Sorry, does I not say you were right she says you're rehired you. <laughs> my idea is great wow she's terrible oh my yes, god truly terrifying uh, um, again female characters getting the short end of the stick in this yeah. show thank god for Gosselin being a badass too yeah she's like nine but whatever exactly so mm-hmm. uh you know to her credit i will say at the first stab at this series in which she'll cover dw's like exploits and adventures like is good she decides not to just like or you know it's like a valiant effort she at first is like you know we're not just going to cover the crime after the fact like here I, I don't know, investigative journalism like came to the forefront, but she basically yeah. was like, you know what? I'm going to take to the streets. I'm going to meet up with DW and LP mm. like live on the scene of a crime, basically like about to turn uh, the canard copy into that 24 hour as it happens live, like uh, news coverage. Yeah. Um. So again, like kind of inventive getting uh, in with the scene and like realizing this is how she's going to get ahead is this type of content. Um, So she full on goes like live during a full on fight in which when LP realizes it's like live on camera, funny enough to your last episode, he's like, I'm a star. (laughs) It's like, he runs uh, to the camera as LP is like fighting the bad guys in the background and doing all of the work. And DW calls it a series of reports that flap in the night. Just like, I am the series of reports that flap in the night. And it's just like on camera, like hamming it up as LP is doing literally all of the work. Oh my um, gosh. But then the series continues of uh, the live coverage of the series after that fight of, you know, okay, we're going to, you know, kind of like a ride along with a cop type of thing. Like we're going to like follow them for a whole evening uh, throughout the night. Um, But nothing happens that night. Like they go to a diner, uh, (laughs) DW is like trying to like, Oh, LP and and DW do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And like the news crew and Bianca like follow them there being like, so what do you do now? And they're like, we wait for crime. Like, we're going to get some milkshakes while we wait for crime. What yeah, do you like mean? What do we do? do. <laughs> this is how it works, lady. Oh my God. She's so um, terrible already. Yep. And so uh, like, she's kind of like pressuring him, like, where's the crime? Where's the crime? And he's like, uh, uh, and then he's like someone who's got like an expired parking meter. And so he's like, I will give them a parking ticket. And then like the old lady like beats the shit out of DW with her purse because she doesn't want a parking ticket. Uh-huh. She's like, you're not a cop. Yeah. You can give me you a can't ticket. Do this. What like are you? Yeah. you. Don't be a Let me meter maid. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. What you, get a real job type of yeah. shit. Um which you're no they authority catch figure. Yeah. And they catch it all on camera. And DW, like when they're watching it later, um, is like look at me my, like recording it on vhs like he is so proud of himself uh i think he's a total star goslin when she sees it is like completely embarrassed by the fact oh. that he's getting his ass kicked by a grandma and is just like you let this happen on like my television <laughs> like <laughs> she is not I don't, I don't know this man yeah she's Except like everyone knows that she's his daughter too because they're absolutely terrible at concealing identities or i guess yeah everyone already knew that 
exactly situation yeah it's complicated so she is just wow fuck my life (laughs) this is horrible um and so it's you know the next day and bianca is you know reviewing the ratings from this live coverage and she is even more distraught than she was before because the ratings tanked because no one wanted to watch them just like sit at a fucking diner like oh uh, there was no action that actually happened so i don't care about watching people eat (laughs) yeah exactly like that's what food network's for not the news news. i'm changing the channel they're like oh wait this actually makes me want to watch food network yeah you lost viewers actually Uh Um, did not work yep and so yeah bianca like wants real villains and real crimes um (laughs) hilariously one of the news like the crew members is like well, like, I don't remember their voice. I apologize. But they're basically like, well, like, it's probably going to be hard to, like, try. He's, like, trying to, like, reason with her, I guess. And he's like, yeah, it's hard to do the, like, get that type of content this week. Because apparently all of the villains were at the super villain convention in Florida this week. Uh-huh. So there were no super villains for DW to fight. They didn't think to call Fowl's communications people and make nope. sure they had their calendars aligned. See, they wanted it to be organic. They were like, yeah, okay, I'll give them that. That's fair. Exactly. I, I prefer that it's organic than like yes. re- prearranged like that. Okay, fair. Exactly. But I bet they'll learn their lesson after this. <laughs> so Bianca ignores this information. Okay, never mind. Steamroll what you're saying because we're going to get uh-huh. to it in a second. Yeah. Uh, so she's basically like yelling at the crew that like her career is over if dw doesn't fight a real villain as soon as possible if her rankings don't get up she's like this is it this is the end like i tried to do the 24-hour news media shit and it isn't working we don't have any they're basically she's, one day yeah and she's complaining yeah that there's no crisis to cover essentially um oh but again her like helpful news crew who's trying to help out is like, well, you know, last night on the news, there was another segment that like got a little bump. Like there's a lot of hype around like this upcoming highly anticipated show coming to St. Canard. Um, like we could cover that. Like that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. As a quick note, the show that got the bump. It's a cartoon. Let's keep in mind. It's a solo mm-hmm. act of the so-called Meriwether, who is. A miming cockroach. Oh, <laughs> like a cockroach uh, that does mime is a mime, and okay, you know, maybe it was okay that they bumped that. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, Saint Canard is stoked on it. Um, I will stoked say, like, on, see, like on the show, we're on it getting bumped, on it getting canceled. No, no, no the show, the Meriwether cockroach mime is coming to town, and Saint Canard is so excited. It's, it's like a sold out performance. Gotcha. At one point, we do see the audience, and they're like, oh, "This is culture!" Like they are, they love this cockroach <laughs> mime, <with> Meriwether. <laughs> they're like watching, like very, like <laughs> intently, like now this. This, this is, is interesting. Culture. Yes, this I feel very educated. Very by. highbrow. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, a talking miming cockroach, or I guess I'm not talking. Talking, yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, it's an amazing thing. Amazing feat. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, so instead of interpreting like her uh, 
news crews good advice of like, yes, we should just go cover like this upcoming show. Like people are Mm -hmm. so excited about it. Let's lean into it. Let's try and get an interview with Meriwether. Instead, Bianca, like rage fuel and, you know, like kind of that like blind white rage type of thing, like blinders on type of thing. Yeah. Uh, Bianca declares, if St. Canards wants bugs, it's bugs they'll get. Uh, so okay she sounds like she's about to escalate this way out of uh-huh. proportion okay again yeah white rage, the like you said just rational <laughs> advice of everyone yeah. around her um so then we see uh we cut to yeah dw gauze and lp just chilling at their nice suburbia home watching the evening news uh and the canard copy cuts into the programming for a crisis report so again oh, like 24 new hours hour, filling the time until there's a crisis um, because they're suddenly live on the scene as the as a costumed figure jetpacks into the concert hall where Meriwether is miming on this huge stage and it's like this little tiny cockroach. Um, <laughs> oh, so it's like just yeah, just like a regular, regular normal size. <laughs> yeah. Like is there like dot. cameras like zoomed in all yes. on and yeah? Okay. Like, yeah, like the, see that. The cameras are like <laughs> rushing the stage as this happens and like zooming in, like trying to focus <laughs> on like this little tiny dot. Little dot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this costume figure literally jetpacks in wearing this green cape flowing from behind them in this like tight green and like yellow striped outfit with like this like hood that's like the antenna and like the giant like fly eyes you know like they bulge out yeah i don't a know bug. a bug for trying to oh, be a bug <laughs> yeah just like generally a bug they declare an amalgam yeah arbitrarily a bug (laughs) yeah uh so they declare that they are the monarch of the insect kingdom they are the bug master and they kidnap the cockroach from the stage uh yeah full on this pluck the kidnapping a celebrity yeah live on camera like the camera camera crew is there they're covering all of it um and as they are jetpacking away they challenge directly DW to catch them before they kidnap another bug. Oh, are there more famous bugs just chilling around St. Canard or just any so, bug? Just like, a bug, <laughs> most likely a famous one. Okay. Luckily and specifically LP and DW, the cultured gentlemen that they are, they figure out what the next target must be. Uh, oh. An exhibit at the St. Canard Museum the golden, uh, I'm going to say all of this wrong, so I apologize. The golden scarab, scarab? Oh, scarab, yeah. Yeah, of, how do I say, even say this? Is it like an Egyptian or some sort Quack- of? Gontamen, which is meant to be a play on Tuntic Common, okay. aka fucking King Tut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, as you probably know, ruled would they, Egypt. Okay. As Pharaoh in like the 1300s, whose tomb, why he's so famous is his tomb was like really intact, full of riches. Uh, apparently, he also, his rule brought some peace after his father's chaotic rule. Also, did you know he ruled for like 10 years, but he died when he was like between 17 and 19? Like, oh, he started his rule when he was like 10. Seven? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like seven to 10. And then I like, thought that he started his rule when he was a teenager and died in like his late 20s, not nah. like, yeah, like child. Wow. Whole time. <laughs> whole time. Like, like, stop fighting. Whoa. Stop it. Yeah, the guy could have had a long, prosperous life or something, or at least been taken out naturally by like a plague of some sort. Yeah. But yeah. Man. So oh, I got all that from worldhistory.org, in by the, the way. Violence. <laughs> yeah. okay. By Joshua Good J. Source. Mark. 
Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, very funny writers. Very funny for tying it in subtly to like actual. That's not a subtle tie-in whatsoever. Quacking, yeah. t- quacking comment. Yeah, I I, it. It's like you can't even. It's yeah. It's equally exactly. reaching and being lazy at the same time. All of the above. <laughs> yeah. They just took out quack and inserted it, or tut t- inserted quack. Inserted quack. Yeah, they're like, we don't care how un- impossible this is to pronounce. We just we can't think of any other. We're gonna do it. Pharaoh name. Yeah. <laughs> so, Done. Yeah. Uh, Done. And for those who don't know, yeah, scarab is like an amulet or a jewelry. It's basically mm-hmm. an art of like a beetle that has connections to the stars and some mm-hmm. gods of ancient Egypt. And mm-hmm. the St. Canard Museum, it's like this giant, all golden, like decked out in like jewels, scarab. And DW and LP rush to the scene to try and protect it because they're like, yeah, what other famous bugs do we have in St. Canard? Oh, this one exhibit with this like very valuable artifact. Okay. And yeah. so the 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 bug master <laughs> is not only after living bugs, yes, but like, okay. Cause I guess it's overall. like you said, very valuable and expensive artifact. Okay. Exactly. Bug so, master is pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Mm, so they rush of. to the scene. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they bust into the museum or something and following behind them is the canard copy. Um, mm. And there, of course, you see the golden scarab uh, right as uh, DW and LP like jump to protect it. The bug Mm -hmm. master like jumps through another window who has this like taser gun, essentially, that they call the wasp stinger. Um, They shoot it right at at DW as he tries to protect the artifact. And the bug master says, doesn't that just make you as mad as a hornet? And DW goes, great. Another pun obsessed supervillain. Which a is great. Fun obsessed. They all are. <laughs> they all. I mean, to be fair, DW is as well. Also I mean, is, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm the one supposed to be selling the punch, not you. Yeah. Rude. Uh, another pun obsessed superhero. I must take them out. Get out. Yeah. This is <laughs> These real are my puns. Here. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, so through like stink bug gas and I guess threatening the cockroach, the bug master is actually able to steal the scarab and escape, which is again all caught live on camera oh my gosh um don't fact, call the police folks just record the incident as it happens yes exactly again the birthing of the 24-hour news cycle mm-hmm. here everyone mm-hmm. so back at home Gaz is watching this live report happen <laughs> dw like p- sees the camera is like this looks bad but it's all under control like i, I got the bug master i got it. it's under control everyone don't worry and uh dw again not embarrassed by any of these reports but goslin is like full-on like mortified at his inability to capture the bug master um and she is extremely sus about the bug master mm. um She's smart. She's a very smart kid. Yeah. Yes. Here we learn that Goslin is actually involved in her elementary school's local newspaper. Very precious. Um, I don't know what it's called, but I bet it's cute. Probably Um, runs that whole ship. mm -hmm, Exactly. That bitch. (laughs) That bitch Goslin. That nine-year-old. Nine-year-old. So as a budding investigative journalist herself, uh, she points out when DW and LP get home that it's pretty sus, uh, like I'm sure you were imagining, that the canard copy crew is always on the scene where the bug master comes. Mm-hmm. But the anchor, Bianca, is never 
doing the live coverage. Oh, um, you know, I was going to ask too. Bugmaster just... is there. Okay. Unfortunately, right. DW and LP just write off like this, these suspicions. They're like, you're just a kid. What LP probably doesn't say anything, but DW is like, go yeah. sit down. You're just a kid. Like, what are you talking about? Leave this to the professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we well know and have established as Goslin is indeed that bitch, she is not going to take no for an answer. So with her elementary school, like press pass in hand, Goslin just like goes into the TV station. That's equally cute and yeah. terrifying because she's putting herself in a lot of danger. And but... like unsupervised by exactly. Any yeah. Because she, like... she's all by herself or yes. like she with honker. Okay. No, nope. all by herself. Okay. No this friends. This is her story to break. I love Damn it. it. You go that bitch. She also is trying to get to the top of the ratings of the elementary St. Yeah. Canard she... press. <laughs> She actually wants her news outlet to replace the canard copy. copy. Yeah. She's like, we do a much better job than you. Let me get, let me infiltrate here, get a look around to see what we're competing with. I mean, we will learn as this episode goes on and kind of towards the end. Yeah. Goslin, she's going to be a great reporter one day. Like I said, at the beginning of last week's episode, I started really not liking her just because I was shooketh by her existence. But then by the very end of the episode, I was like, Oh wait, no, she's awesome. So I'm loving this. Let's continue to build up how awesome of a character she is. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. So she goes to the TV station again, press pass in hand. She like busts into Bianca's dressing room Mm. where to probably no surprise she sees the bug master costume mm, okay look 101 i'm sorry but if you're like moonlighting as a criminal, criminal. A villain like don't just leave your costume sitting out in your dressing room she's like full on like like bianca sitting in her like dressing room chair like full on like cleaning her costume like making it look nice like <laughs> also this is like an ethical violation yeah. i mean for it's it's there are journalism i've learned from a good friend of ours mm. who happened to do our logo designs and whatnot <laughs> in the past jenna kindle that there are rules of ethics and journalism mm-hmm. this is breaking all sorts of yes. them and also not doing just like, the law but yeah not just the law but like doing like personal like your like little side gigs at the office, AKA her like side gig of being a villain. Like, yep. Oh, let me like use these resources here at the office to like fix my costume. Yeah. Like in addition to the legal violations of like causing crime to report on it. But anyway, yes, sorry. exactly. Uh, um, and woman. no surprise. Oh, also actually I do just want to note. Yeah. Uh, obviously we knew it was her and all that kind of stuff, but like LP and DW being like, no guys, you're crazy. The bug master costume doesn't cover her face at all. It's literally like a hood. So you just see her <laughs> face. And then also the voice. Every time she says something of again, like, like D duck or like duck wing duck. See if you can catch me before I take another bug. Like it's all the same voice. Even when she says her face. I'm like nobody's putting it together but Goslin. Wait. Like when she's in costume, yeah. So, so all these times, it's like obvious that it's her. Yeah, <laughs> it's like literally just her face with like the like hood and like skin tight fit and like the same voice for everything. Wait, didn't you say they were like the bug eyes or whatever? But it's like so, on top of on the top head. Of it's her not face. replacing her eyes. It's just like on top of the head. <laughs> I love how you built it up as like Goslin is so smart to like uncover this and really it's just everyone just so else is dumb. so stupid. Yeah. yeah. 
exactly so okay awesome yeah awesome. anyways yeah. so guys uh i will say though at this point we do need to keep in mind that she is also a nine-year-old yeah because unfortunately so if, uh, you know goslin at first is like you're a crook like oh my god but unfortunately bianca you know puts together quickly that like goslin sees bianca as like her hero or yeah, was her right. hero she's also yeah. a nine-year-old and so bianca is able to spin really quickly her own mm. narrative around what's actually happening. Oh, she's too good of a journalist. Yeah. And do we believe the story she tells this little baby goose? I'll let you decide. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we don't. Don't spoil it, though. You but know. no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so Bianca explains to Gauze that because, like, Bianca basically says, like, look, I felt so bad about that first news coverage where DW looked like a failure on live television by like a granny beating him up. Like I, this is all my fault. Like, because it was live, I couldn't <sighs> stop the reporting. So I'm going to, I'm here actually to help DW out by creating this villain and this nemesis that he like, you know, we get to build up this tension and then he gets to take the Bugmaster down on live TV. And thus he is a hero on live TV. So I'm doing all of this for him, she says. And then hilariously, Goslin goes, So you're creating your own news to boost your own ratings? Oh, and shit, Bianca she's goes, smart. Yes. <laughs> and Goslin goes, Oh, okay. As long as I, she's like, Okay, I get that. How can I help? Because basically, I and think I at this put point, too much faith in her for a second. I, again, that's why I said, Remember, she is a nine year old. Also, yeah. probably more Bianca's than her like, hero. Yeah, Bianca's her hero. Also, even more than like her young budding career as investigative journalist, she's been mortified by the fact that her dad is being embarrassed on live television, mm -hmm. that he doesn't see this. You know, she's got to go to school on Monday. Probably get <laughs> she does not want to get shoved in a locker exactly. for having the lame dad, which by yeah. the way, everyone at her school knows that she's Darkwing Duck's daughter. Yeah. I still can't get it's over just, this. Huge yeah. liability, whatever. Yeah, she got like her, you know, school rep to keep up to. Yeah. So exactly. poor, poor God. Goslin. She agrees to help Bianca, quote unquote, make Darkwing Duck look good. Um, yeah. But what she doesn't hear, of course, is Bianca explaining to her news crew that actually being a villain is like way more lucrative and exciting oh, than being no. a TV anchor. Uh oh. Basically, uh -oh. she's planning to leave this, like, yes. No, you go ahead. I'll oh, ask go. when you, yeah. Go for go. it. Go. Okay. You go. Um, sh she. Oh no, that's right. She did steal the scarab. I was yes. like, she hasn't made shit. She hasn't what she made I mean, it's more lucrative. Holding the cockroach for ransom, maybe it's a celebrity. That, yeah, that's a high ransom for sure. You can do yeah. at least a million dollars for sure. Okay, you're right. A Sorry, cockroaching I, me, a miming cockroach. This is why I wanted to wait for you to continue because I just interrupted you for like no reason, essentially, because <laughs> like she hasn't made anything at all, but she well, may have been right. wondering There's, too. Yeah. 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 So she basically okay. is like, yeah, I can. Like stealing shit is easily kidnapping is easy. Like I can turn a quick buck rather than yeah. like sitting at and this. And it's also like, highly unadvisable. Yes, <laughs> but okay. Do not do any of this. Do folks. not do this, viewers and listeners. Do Again. not. Nothing is more lucrative than your honest tax-paying job mm. or tax whatever qualifying job. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So again, yeah, she basically is planning to leave this dumpy life behind as she now sees it realizing yeah that she can make millions as a criminal mm -hmm. 
And like her ambitions of being a news anchor, she wants to be on top, like Tyra Banks uh, of the game. You want to be on top. (laughs) Anyways, she wants to go bigger and badder than anyone else as a criminal. Mm. And with that, she says that she now sees DW as nothing more than a mosquito, a mosquito who for her big finish to this live series to both, you know, kind of like leave her trace and let her live on in some form of infamy as this, the next big baddie on mm-hmm. the scene to be hired by foul one day, probs-kies. probably, probably yeah. she wants to lead foul. She wants, yeah, I, I could real. see her wanting to take foul out and her be number one, like take out the big three. Yeah. And with those investigative and like communication skills, like journalism skills, like she could talk her way up to the top for sure. She just ran loops around that nine-year-old girl. So (laughs) foul is is no concern. Nope. Um, So she says, again, as the big finish to her live series, she plans to exterminate this mosquito. Oh my gosh. AKA DW. She's very much leaning into this bug persona. Yeah. Again, a lot of bug puns. Yeah. So for this final showdown, uh, Bianca, aka the Bugmaster, uh, goes back to I guess old school traditional media to throw down the gauntlet. She takes mm. out a whole like ad, a whole page in the newspaper, which luckily like LP is reading because again he's it he's there with the tea like he is constantly <laughs> keeping up with that he's news um, also because the newspaper talks about him a lot and he wants to know if he's been mentioned probably. that's happened in past episodes <laughs> but sure yeah most likely um which also like this would have been very awkward if lp like wasn't reading the newspaper because they wouldn't have seen this announcement and then like oh so yeah i would have been left waiting <laughs> like, something. Are they? like looking at her clock like he's surely he'll be here her watch surely no. he'll be here any second nope. now and they just never show up yeah just like twiddling her thumbs with like the crew and goslin like live on air or something yeah they're they're just like taking a smoke break waiting for things (laughs) to like jump into action all just like talking and stuff yeah shoot the shit she's like in full costume just chatting (laughs) (laughs) she got like the hood off because she's chilling all that so uh again luckily lpc is the announcement uh, basically calling DW to meet the bug master at midnight at, you know, mm. some address near the docks, probably the docks that uh, Ammonia Pine was using or like the warehouses, uh, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Uh, in St. Canard. Um, <laughs> and of course, DW and LP are ready to step up. You know how I know they were ready? Because DW says, let's get dangerous. That's a sign. That's is how you one know. of his many warning calls. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Stepping That's how you up. Know. Go to the streets down. So DW and LP go to basically what I guess is like the equivalent of like the Burt's Bees factory or something. There's like, <laughs> Chapstick? Yeah, like bees everywhere and like vats of like boiling, bubbling beeswax for like candles and I guess chapstick and stuff. We're okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, don't know. I, I got it. Okay. Okay. I don't know how they make them, but I guess it's there. There's a lot of okay. beehive and, imagery everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. that's why I picture the Burt's Bees factory to look like. Yeah, uh, to be it's just a giant beehive. Yeah, with like um, <laughs> basically with like a place where a bunch of like trucks, semi trucks, yeah, like, like there's a beehive with bunches. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Burt's Bees. Probably. If you're listening, redo your factory to look like a beehive. 
Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, probably can't say, see because the sunlight's in my eyes. Put it on Sorry. for this episode. Uh, I'm seeing where they're headquartered. They're in the Northeast. North Carolina. Somewhere. Oh, fuck. Well, or at least somewhere. according, this was made at least. I don't know. Great. Their headquarters could be somewhere else. It doesn't but, say St. Canard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, let me. Oh, you're right. It is down there. My yeah, bad. Yeah, the fine, yes, fine Canard. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> um, so then uh, again, uh, DW and Pad are like, fuck yeah, we'll go meet this bug master and put an end to this shit. Uh, as they roll up to the warehouse, DW looks at Launchpad and with a sigh goes, it always comes down to this Launchpad, you, me, a super villain craving my destruction and an abandoned warehouse, <laughs> which I just loved uh, a lot. Which is hilarious because we're true. Five, five episodes into our coverage of this show and that's already happened at least twice, if not maybe more. So. Yep, probably. Yeah. Every episode. Yep. <laughs> yeah. True. It's great. So uh as very self-aware. <laughs> yeah, he like breaks that like fourth wall all the time. Yeah. And I love it. Again, the satire <laughs> aspect of love it. Uh, Darkwing Duck. And why again we would love to redo this show. Absolutely. To modern just, day. Hand, hand, pass the ball. Pass the ball, coach. Pass the deck torch. Teammate. Yeah. The, uh, ah, ah, it's hot. Too hot. Too hot. It's bad idea. Someone else take it. I don't want to. Oh, Everything's on fire. Help. Instantly we get fired <laughs> because we caught the studio on, on fire. fire. <laughs> exactly. So as they enter, they're met with, I guess, like Meriwether the cockroach, like miming to them that this is a trap and like get out of there because duh, they knew that they were going to be faced with the bug master. Yeah. But what they didn't expect is that DW and LP and this, I guess what the Meriwether was really trying to mime is that they're met with the camera crew and a new villain called the grub. And I have to say probably like the penguins in our last episode, it is so freaking cute. Goslin is in like this little, like um, trying it's like almost like a little like baby caterpillar. Like it made me think of, you know, in like, so specific uh in lion king when timon yeah. and puba are like eating the grub and they're like kind of like the like little chunky like little Plumpy. chubby yeah. grub like that's her costume like they're slurping them because they're so like voluptuous yeah like, and like thick ass grubs yeah that's like her little costume oh. and her little face is just picking out <laughs> that's and it's so are her cute. like are her bangs and stuff like popping out too i or think is the it, bangs you know. may have been pulled back but okay. either way it's that like would have been hilarious outfit no. of a grub and it's oh so cute. she's probably like so excited just to be like helping or just to be involved she yeah. is literally Included. thrilled and is oh. leaning into it because again she thinks this is all like a setup to help dw and his image um so uh dw obviously immediately fucking recognizes goslin at like his adopted <laughs> daughter <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you doing? But also, he, I love how he recognizes her instantly, but doesn't recognize him, Bianca. Yeah. Okay, selective, whatever. Yeah, here. exactly. Selective he only imagery, sees I don't know. What he wants to see, I guess. <laughs> like, everything is a Rorschach test in <laughs> Darkwing Duck's life, everything. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but he, like, also knows that he's live on air because he knows the 24-hour news cycle is what Canard Coffee is doing now. Oh, and so he, like, on. has to, like, cameras. yeah, he has to not be, like, being, like, cousin, what the fuck are you doing? He's, like, oh, the grub, what are you doing? Yeah, slash can't say fuck, I'm on live TV. Yeah, yeah. and, like, this is Disney show, so they go far, yeah. but not uh, that far. Uh, also that. <laughs> he's probably thinking it. Yes. Um, 
So as Goslin is like distracting them and she's like, again, being like pretty adorable, with like evil laughter type of thing. Being like, we've caught you now. Leaning uh, into the role. Mm-hmm, a like, uh, like spider web, like net comes down on DW and LP mm. uh, capturing them again, live on camera. Um, and even more, we see what's been happening probably behind the scenes, like very quickly and aggressively of, I believe, Bianca basically like grooming Goslin and like using her like love for Bianca to her own advantage. Yeah. To manipulate um, her. Yeah. And I don't know if it's again, like grooming her, abusing Goslin, like being yeah. a predator or what, but she shouts to Goslin, like act evil, make it look good for the camera. And so, oh yeah, like uh, Goslin again leans into it and she's like, take them to the beeswax boys to like oh, the God. crew and is again like evil laughing on camera so like so is is the film crew like also they've now turned into henchmen because they're just so yes. afraid of bianca and stuff yes. okay yeah, and again gotcha probably no breaks in between the two roles <sighs> their shifts just got even longer yes, exactly like the union should our- be in here they're like carrying a camera and like a boom operator while also like carrying dark wing. Like someone's going to get up. hurt. Yeah. yeah Where is Ayatsi? They are International Alliance of Theater Stage Hand Workers. I just have to, just in case people didn't watch last week. Ayatsi, yes. where are you? Yeah. Get this union and get this crew unionized. Yeah. People. Please. They need some collective bargaining power. Because <laughs> yeah, they're it is overworked and underpaid and abused good. on the job. Deeply <laughs> abused. And again, this was not in their job description. And yet mm-hmm. here they are. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I do think they're doing it because they're fucking terrified. Um, <laughs> maybe need the work. Anyways. So uh, we then see over this like bubbling, boiling beeswax, DW and LP are like chained up over it. And also... Merryweather the cockroach is in like normal sized um, like handcuffs and LP goes why can't Merryweather get free and DW goes oh yeah a free cockroach would be a huge advantage (laughs) and you just see like the little cockroach in like the huge cuffs just like what? (laughs) dot (laughs) so it's real good (laughs) okay well i love it i don't even have a joke to make about that's just that. good I just, it's just hilarious it's just great <laughs> just visualizing it i can't wait to watch this after this yeah just like uh, the fact that they kept the cockroach normal size is so funny throughout this episode <laughs> okay now they yeah. probably at the beginning of the episode they're like oh it'll be so funny to make him just a normal size cockroach that like this whole audience and the whole town of St. Canard is captivated by, yes. And, and then once they got to that scene at the end, they're like, oh, shit. You know what? Leave it. It's even funnier. <laughs> yeah. Bug it. Bug Which, it. like, it was. I'm a normal size hand. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I will say, too, like, later later on, like, they, in the oncoming fight scene, they're, like, you know, being lowered and raised and that kind of stuff because big surprise fight scene happens. And the whole yeah, time, like, they include Merriweather. Like, they don't, like, uh, drop he's... that, like, art. It's, like, they're the whole time. He's, like, just stressed, like, involved in all of this. <laughs> just the dot. And, like, it's it's so good. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to watch this one. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> Anyways, so as they uh, continue, before the fight actually happens, as they continue to, like, get lower and lower, 
again, like the film crew is like starting to, to is like continuing to film it, continuing to film like Bianca laughing evilly and Gosling. Yeah. But Gosling starts to like actually stress out and like starts trying to like ask Bianca, like the bugmaster on the side, like, hey, when are we going to stop? Like, when do we like <laughs> let DW capture us? Like you said, this, this was is, a setup. Like this is getting hey. a little, a little too intense. Yeah, like we're calling I, it I'm, real I'm, close. I'm still down for the for the plan. Cool. I still but... love it. You still my hero, Bianca. Mm-hmm. But um, are Quick we question. getting real back at any <laughs> point? This is my father. Yeah. <laughs> like okay. this is getting a little too tight. Like they're dangling like only feet above this boiling, bubbling. Like, it's like you're gonna stop the machine. Melt them alive. Right. Like, what's right. happening here? Like, we're, they're supposed to be the hero, right? Um, but again uh bianca who like leaned into the fact that she's like again like is like a predator to this child basically literally says i'm your idol aren't i i know or i'm your idol aren't i i know <laughs> what's best yeah I, you have to talk in her i won't I know, know if you're quoting her it. if you don't see, yeah thank you <laughs> yep so uh that luckily for goslin and it's what like snaps her out of it like that line you know never meet your heroes all that type of stuff but basically, yeah, Goslin's like, oh, fuck, like, uh, uh-uh, I have been tricked. Like, this lady is taking advantage of me. This shit is real. She's actually trying to hurt my dad, my, I don't know, live-in stepdad, friend, <laughs> guy, and the cockroach. Hey, you know, who knows what the situation yeah, there is. traditional family, there, we love it. There, there are some times where LP seems quite fond of Darkwing, yeah, I've noticed. I would actually, love, in our rewrite. After... It, yeah oh my god I, yeah. oh shit okay were you be mad at me if i like real quick make a mention to my last episode that i nope. didn't include that i just not remembered? at all go for it so there there's a point where Darkwing. so in the last episode our team was on a film set i'll leave it at that without going into details yeah, yeah. go back and listen to it or watch it if you haven't yet and then come right back here mm-hmm. anyway there's a scene where dw and lp are like in costume trying to hide around set and it's like a um almost like a like a pride and prejudice-esque type of thing where oh, no. Darkwing is in like this fancy dress with a wig and LP is like in this nice old suit. Oh. And his name is like John. LP is playing a John and Darkwing is Martha. And he, Martha, aka DW, is like, oh John, I love you. I love you. And they're like talking about their secret plan in between. Like whenever people the come case. around the set, they're like, get back in like <laughs> in character to try to hide. And then at the end, DW like runs away to go chase a phantom uh-huh. and LP looks sad <gasps> like oh he left like as they were like pretending to like kiss and stuff yeah oh my he, god like, actually looked heartbroken I was like oh my god does LP like actually love Darkwing it's it's possible anyway, it's so, our rewrite they yeah. are a couple yeah raising like, Gosling together maybe there's like a little something there going on yeah we love it so uh amazing that's, that's funny yeah yeah <laughs> we love this um so anyways so sorry uh, about yes. that <laughs> no that was worthwhile because i yes. fully am in support of this <laughs> endorse um, so again so goslin like snaps out of like this you know trance of her hero realizing you know all of the faults that she is an imperfect person and also a maniac and is about to kill her 
whole family again yeah. like this is again. rehashing trauma again she was an orphan her oh, whole shit, family got right. murdered yeah well, this is trauma 2.0 about yeah. to go down and she sees like oh my god i've seen this before i know what's yep. about to happen oh, exactly god. yeah so as bianca like hams it up for the camera uh again Goslin realizes like bianca didn't lie about creating her own news story but she did obviously lie about why she was doing this it was never to help dw's image mm. it was for Bianca's own greed and ambition to be a numero uno, which yeah. if you've been listening thus far to this episode, I say, duh. That's why we talked about 24 new hour news cycle and competition. Yeah, exactly. Duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Goslin, like, again, is like starting to like push Bianca more and more. Bianca kind of like gets the cameras to like turn off because she's like, oh shit, my like little minion is turning against me. Like that can't be on live That's TV. Bad for like, ratings. Cut to commercial type of thing. Mm-hmm. So again, turns the news cameras away. Uh, DW, luckily, while uh, Bianca is distracted with Goslin, DW is able to like get free and escape. Basically, he was like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I didn't write down the name of it. I'm sure the name is some reference to something of like yeah. some type of like martial arts or like something, but basically, or like I don't know, yoga or acrobatics. I don't fucking know. Basically, <laughs> he's able to like contort himself out of the uh, the cuffs." Uh, okay, and he's yeah, able yeah. to, yeah, like basically crawl up, uh, stop the lever. Again, he fights with the crew member who's in control of the lever. Um, <laughs> crewmen. Poor, they just were trying <laughs> to be like, I did not sign up for this, like, but she's going to kill. Either she kills me or I kill him. So. Yeah. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. They are fighting for their lives right now. Yeah. They, these poor crew members. Um, anyways, so, uh. Basically, Bianca or uh, yeah, Bianca and DW start fighting at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And Goslin, in seeing that, yeah, like the crew members are kind of taken down and out of commission, that Bianca is truly fighting DW, who like has now realized who she is. Goslin runs and takes the camera and turns it on them, like on the fight to like Ooh. live stream, like the OG live streamer, basically. Oh yeah, to show that Bianca is actually evil and is actually trying to hurt, if not kill, DW. Mm. So, in another great line, Goslin goes, "It's the first step to investigative reporting. Make them think you're on their side, and when they least expect it, whammo!" <laughs> so like. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. She's trying to cover her ass. Yeah. She's like, like, bitch, you totally fell for it. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. But it's cool. It's cool. You like you found you out came back around and you say it sounds like you're about to save the day. Yeah. So I will say, right. yes, saving the day of like revealing what's happening to yeah. everyone of St. Canard. Also, yeah. low key, like somehow grabs the like web or like the wasp, like taser gun and shoots oh, the yeah. crew. Oh, it's like shit. takes the crew fully out while DW she's is got firearm skills. She's yeah. been training for like, this moment. Again, Bianca, I mean, not Bianca, Goslin, that bitch. That bitch. She is that shooting bitch. people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in the final moments of battle, DW turns one of Bianca's like bug themed inventions around on her by shooting that like web net gun thing that trapped yeah. him earlier. Uh, he traps her by and of course says to the camera, caught in her own twisted web of deceit. Oh my um, god. So she gets again, there's there's only twisted. room for one pun master <laughs> in this town of St. Canard. And it's DW damn it. <laughs> exactly. Only it's not the villains. Mm-mm. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so, so Bianca does get caught in the web. 
uh, Goslin again, catches it all on camera. They reveal, I'm sure who it was on live TV. I'm sure those yeah. ratings spike in that moment. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Goslin got that front page of the elementary press the next oh, yeah. morning. Perhaps she got even of the Canard story. copy as well for Truly. taking out their greatest reporter, apparently, and yeah. doing better at and their villain. job than they did. Yeah. And yep. villain. <laughs> yep. And wow. with that, I would say that I guess in the end, Bianca, you know, did get what she wanted she wanted to get to the top of the news game and like hot damn again i'd be Mm -hmm. surprised if goslin's quick thinking to turn that camera back on that she did get the highest ratings that night even as her own plot like unraveled right before her very eyes yes and i'm sure whatever like prison you go to for kidnapping bugs and like larceny like theft and like attempted murder with the whole like boiling the everyone alive and beeswax thing that like yeah. i'm sure bianca in jail is actually a star like proxies yeah yeah she's i'm sure probably she's like leading with, their like the uh prison like theater troupe or something the morning or, announcements like, in prison yeah, like, like she's got the voice for it she's like a tutor probably doing like english tutoring <laughs> yeah. and like writing lessons like, and stuff today on the menu more slop followed by <laughs> one hour of yard time. Yeah. <laughs> Please note, we will have a riot at exactly 2.30. Stay in for the six o'clock news to see who starts it today. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll be it. back with more from the St. Canard prison for the criminally untalented. <laughs> untalented. We're just going to assume that's where they all get sent. Yep, I don't truly. know. Wow. So Great that's job. It. Amazing. There you go. Well done. Um, Okay. Have, How close was that to the plot of that one movie? So, b- before I jump into that, yeah, which, wow, I was trying to like balance, like listening and grasping this episode while also like mm. saying, okay, that reminds me of Nightcrawler or that Ooh. reminds me of Nightcrawler. But before I get to that, so where the fuck did she get the bug suit from? She just like she, make it. And like all of the weapons. Yeah. Like you where did all this stuff come from? I she bet she building her crew life of crime for <laughs> Uh, yeah they know how to work cameras and lights and stuff i'm sure they can come up with a wasp gun or whatever it yeah. was called like a high-tech yeah. weapon yeah while also yeah editing producing filming live like and actually no yeah you know through. that this stuff was all she came up with this stuff on like on the cuff because yeah. the only reason she went with bug Meriwether. was because Meriwether was in town. She's like, Oh, I've got to be a bigger bug. So she decided like in that moment and came up bug. with all of it. That's crazy. That makes her actually very threatening of a villain. If she can come up with this shit or at yeah. least has crew crew members who are so afraid of her that they will come up with it. This is truly uh, like the most overworked crew in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, last week we talked about like those, long ass shifts that some people on film and like tv production mm-hmm. sets have to go through this crew was working double time of those <laughs> shifts okay i said like 13 hours that time they were working 26 hour shifts <laughs> and like having to With be like two hours years all of a sudden <laughs> like creating like these weapons this and costume not in their union contracts actually no these people are clearly not a part of the union they also are unfortunately like, not protected also i'm just picturing though of like okay, great. We like, we made her weapons. Great. We've got her fit to specifications. Great. We figured out like going live technology. Again, all of her weapons. Great. We took the ad out in the newspaper to like call DW out 
And then like they go into like work to collect the cameras and Bianca's like, by the way, you need a, you must now make a costume for this small child. <laughs> so and they're like, are you fucking kidding us? Are you kidding me? What? It's like, yeah, yeah, things change in the plan. So make this costume. Yeah. Damn it. But God, are you kidding us? We There's ran out of materials. Michael's is closed. Massive bags under their <laughs> eyes and their eyes like, are like red. They're like hunching over from holding the cameras and the stuff on their shoulders all like, day. Like Joanne yeah. Fabrics closed three hours ago. Where the fuck are we going to find it for a grub Figure costume? it out. Did you, did you get <laughs> the measurements me. of this small child? Figure it out. <laughs> or else you will be fired. <laughs> or else you will be fired from my wasp cannon yes. <laughs> that you just you created. will be murdered. God damn it. <laughs> I haven't seen my Find family for at six. Yeah. <laughs> Did I murder you or not? You'll know tonight. <laughs> Find out tonight at seven. Yeah. So uh um trying yeah. to think. Okay, before I jump back into Nightcrawler, let oh, yeah. me make sure there's no other loose ends there. I just there are a lot. Well, there are a lot, true, but okay, let me put it this way. Are there loose ends that I wish to address or just ah, yes, accept? Yes, yes. Yes, I yes, think yes. I think I accept most of the other loose ends. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. really just thinking about how she was able to throw this whole supervillain yeah, persona together so quickly was, and yeah, this poor crew, those, those were the two things that were just really biting at my head this whole <laughs> time. Like, what? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I can't wait to watch this. Cannot wait to watch this episode again, because now I will talk about why it reminds me of this amazing movie Nightcrawler. And I had to pull up the Wikipedia page for Mm. it because I want to just, I'll read kind of like the one liner plot of it. And then, cause I don't want to spoil it because this is a very good movie. I think it was it, yeah, received various accolades, including a best original screenplay nomination at the 87th Academy Awards, which I'll just add my little um, pedantic movie loving plug that movies with original screenplays are, I feel like they're too far and few in between nowadays. Like everything Mm. is a remake. Everything is a reboot. Everything is a live action adaptation. I love those movies too. Don't get me wrong, but it's like everything is based off of a book or something. Now these days, this is an original screenplay. Um, Again, the movie is Nightcrawler. It came out in 2014. It is another reason why I like it. A neo-noir psychological thriller film. Again, it's not actually scary, but it is kind of gruesome. Mm. Um, It's crime-centered, but it's looking at the reporting side of crime in America. So here is the little one-liner. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal as Lewis Lou Bloom, a stringer who records violent events late at night in Los Angeles and sells the footage to a local television news station. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh. And then one other line that I'll read about it, which I think we'll be able to sum this up. Uh A common theme in the film is the symbiotic relationship between unethical journalism and Mm. consumer demand. Oh, shit. It's so a lot of this this literally this episode episode, uh (laughs) lou bloom is bianca binkley (laughs) essentially (laughs) he is like this guy out on his luck he needs work at whatever cost he gets a camera he realizes how lucrative it is for these uh stringers which actually let me look up exactly what a stringer it's a specific journalistic term a stringer is a freelance journalist photographer or videographer who contributes reports Mm. um, or photos or videos to a news organization on an ongoing basis but is paid individually for each piece of published or broadcast work so he sees how lucrative that is and he's like oh well also the more you know violent or the more 
you know, crazy and whatever the story is, the more they're going to pay for it. And uh, also the sooner you get yeah, to the scene of the crime, first. if you're there first, they're going to pay even more because your footage is supreme because you've like got it happening. Yeah. And huh. Lou Bloom, Sus. Jake Gyllenhaal's character is a smart guy. Yeah. So he realizes that there's a good way to be the first one mm-hmm. to a crime, just as Bianca, Bianca. Binkley did. And I'll yep. leave it at that. Amazing movie again, Oscar nominated. Crawler, awesome. yes, the Saint Canard, the Los Angeles Nightcrawler is the Saint Canard. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, great damn. movie though. Really good cast. Again, it's not scary. So even though it kind of sounds scary, yeah, like, like thriller, psychological yeah, Nightcrawler, psychological it's not. It's like yeah, like political and like crime related cool. suspense. Not, not like I mean, there is murder because it's crime, but it's yeah. not like that kind of murder it's yeah, like it's not like a horror jump out of your seat exactly really movie. good movie hold on cool. real quick let me see where you can i forget where i watched it because i feel like now that i'm like hyping this movie up so much i want people to know where they can go watch it yeah, i think i want to go watch it now um because again if it's not oh. horror i'm down oh that's sad it used to be on a streaming service it's not anymore or maybe i did rent it you can rent it for 3.99 yeah, on amazon prime or on yeah. youtube Easily. you know if if you if you can swing it honestly do it because um i think it's probably one of the best drama movies to really like analyze this 24-hour news cycle this consumer demand all of this like i said earlier anchorman does it on one side very well (laughs) like if you want to laugh yeah and then nightcrawler does it on the other side when you think of the actual social like repercussions yeah. and how, how far this system yeah how 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 this system can really actually kind of have some some very negative yeah. consequences so check it out rent it if you can get a few people together to like split it together or whatever yeah. if you can't cough up the the few bucks to watch it but yeah hey, it it's it's worth the watch for sure Amazing. so that is that's all i'll say because i don't want to spoil it but yeah i think we can assume what happened but yeah exactly (laughs) essentially like you said this episode tells that story so now uh i think (laughs) with like every with every single episode of darkwing duck we've done so far we're like they've predicted so many things like is every film actually just or like life (laughs) event just inspired by darkwing duck nightcrawler was an original screenplay I don't fucking think so. It's Sorry, news. It wasn't <laughs> from Darkwing Duck. Darkwing episode Duck. either from season two or three. It's unclear. Whichever. Go look it up though. If you watch Bam. broadcast news, you essentially watch Nightcrawler, <laughs> but also watch Nightcrawler because yeah, you yeah, both. Great movie. Um, uh, great. cool. Well, anyway, um, so who should they tell uh, about this episode? Who should they spread the word to this week? I think that this week, I'm actually I'm gonna do something. Maybe you'll hate me for this, but it's like a super, super basic idea of who you should tell. Okay, that's fine. Um, just call up, call up your best friend this week. Seriously, Aww. give them a call. And if they're not already listening, then tell them like, hey, by the way, like I know we haven't chatted in a few days or however long and yeah. tell them to watch Saturday Morning Mysteries. And if they do watch it, then call up a friend or just like message a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Mm close friend or otherwise whatever and tell them so very grounded today just honestly tell literally just tell your friend this week and i know we say that like multiple times throughout the episode but this time i really fucking mean it tell your friend okay well i will say then um yeah tell your friend of me tell like your nemesis and be like hey I've listened to all of the episodes of Saturday Morning Mysteries and watched all of them. I bet you haven't. Because then 
they will go watch all of them and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I already subscribed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after you tell your bestie uh, or somebody you haven't talked to in a little bit, yeah, tell your enemy slash frenemy and make it a competition yeah. to make sure that they listen. Yes. Because you yeah. are better than them and make sure they know it. Exactly. Yeah. You got to make your way to the top. Great. All right. Well, with that note, I'm going to go watch AOT before I, or AOT. AOT. I'm getting Attack on Titan. Sorry. Going to go watch that real quick. Getting my. Oh my God. What a great fucking show. Up after this long afternoon of DW recollection. Anyway, going to go watch America's Next Top Model before watching Darkwing yep. Duck again. Great. Beautiful. And right, we will well. be back next week, friends. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Saturday Morning Mysteries. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, review, leave us a like, and drop a comment. We post episodes every Saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it. So please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans. And if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We we believe in you. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Mist, all the abreeds, and let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing SaturdayMorningMysteries at gmail.com. Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode. See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries. 